The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Welcome to the Financial Focus Radio Show with your hosts, Tyler Simonis and Josh Finelli. Join us as we discuss markets, bring transparency to issues within the financial services industry, and bring honest, thoughtful analysis every week. Good morning, everybody out there in Radio Land. Thank you for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. My name is Tyler Simonis. That guy over there, he is Josh Finelli, and we are partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. And we appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. So first things first, I want to uh, send a big thank you, Financial Focus. Thank you out to all of the veterans out there. Um, hopefully, I think most people out there listening to us right now, you know a veteran. And so be sure that you thank that person. Josh, your dad's a veteran, right? Vietnam veteran? He is. Did you thank him yet? Uh, we did. Grayson had to wear a... His G.I. Joe outfit? No, red, white, and blue to school on Thursday. Nice. No so, school on Fridays. No school November. Yeah, so everybody, hopefully uh, you are out there thinking of veteran. We appreciate all that you do, uh, especially now. You know, I think about I got an email from one of our clients um, in South Carolina, or the kid, his grandkid is in South Carolina and just got called up and has to go to the Middle East. And so uh, the world feels kind of like a tinderbox right now. And so, um, you know, all of those people that serve uh, in our military and have served in the military. Thank you very much. It is, uh, is a big ask and, and we certainly on the show appreciate all that you do. So, and the, and the, at 11 o'clock today, the, uh, veterans day parade is goes through downtown Ben. So go out and get some candy and explain to your kids what it's all about. So, uh, with that, let's talk about the week that was in the cat. I have to say, so Josh just brought up is before I talk about the capital markets, I, uh, Josh's son Grayson was at my house last week, and I live on a golf course. And we're walking on the golf course, and he looks at me and he says, "So are you my grandpa?" What? And I said, really? "Wait, what?" <laughs> and then he asked if I was his auntie. So I was like, "What? What is going on with this kid?" But yeah, I was like, "Josh, I mean, I'm not that much older than your dad, little man. Like, what's going on here?" But anyway, so. Uh, anyways, let's talk about the week that was in the capital markets. U.S. stocks, as measured by the S&P 500, which really represents seven companies, but we'll call it the S&P 500 for now, uh, actually traded 1% higher, believe it or not. Um, it, but as I mentioned, the biggest names in the index did most of the driving of the performance of the index, because when you looked at the rest of the market, it was a bit of a disaster. Uh, U.S. small cap stocks uh, were down two and three quarters percent. So the S&P is up one percent, mostly driven by those big large cap names like Microsoft did a big day on Friday. Um, but the rest of the market, if you look down the market cap spectrum, did sell off. So small caps were down two and three quarters percent. International markets traded down one percent. International developed markets. Uh, in the emerging markets, uh, they traded down a half a percent. So for the most part, stocks were down last week, save for a few really big cap names. Uh, in the bond market, in the rate complex, uh, we saw the aggregate bond index trade down a half a percent in price, which meant yields went up a little bit, uh, but they really didn't go up a whole lot. Uh, yield on a six-month treasury, 6.49%, a one-year – sorry, did I say six point? A six-month treasury yields 5.49. Hopefully, that's what I said. A one-year treasury yields 5.4, a 10-year 4.6, and a 30-year 4.74%. Gold traded down 1.5% at 1939 an ounce. Uh, and oil traded down 6.5% at $77 a barrel. And it's funny, if you listen to the Republican debate on Wednesday night, you would have thought oil was 150 bucks a barrel and not going south in a hurry. But Digital, uh, I, digital I, gold had quite a week. I, I guess they... What's digital gold? Bitcoin. Oh, God. Yeah, well, obviously that has to do with the ETF uh, being approved. But yeah, I mean, the, the price of oil has been getting whacked. Um, and, you know, this is a seasonality thing, obviously. When we, they changed to the winter... Uh, the winter, whatever they call it, and then uh, seasonality, there's just obviously less driving. Uh, 
Uh, so the story for all of the markets remains what is happening in the interest rate complex. And I know that most people, you know, when they think about what the mark, why the market is doing what it is, they think about because of this politician or that politician or and really all the market cares about right now is what's happening with rates. And that's the true of the bond market, the housing market, the stock market, you name the market. Every market right now, for the, except for what Josh is talking about, Bitcoin, because that's just the crazy market. But uh, every market cares about what's happening in the interest rate uh, world. So investors remain hyper-focused on um, what the long end of the yield curve is doing because uh, that really sets rates on everything. They're also worried about uh, what's going on with inflation, right? Because that determines if the Fed needs to continue uh, to, to act. And, and they really listen to Jerome Powell. And Jerome Powell came out this week. Um, saying the Fed isn't sure that they're done with their fight against inflation. He, he had to. Yeah, well, the Fed is really trying to do all of their work with rhetoric, right? They're just trying to talk uh, and have the bond market do all of the heavy lifting so they don't have to continue financial, to raise rates. Financial conditions eased in the wake of the Fed pausing on interest rates, and they have to come out and start trying to jawbone again because the market's just waiting to rip higher, knowing that rate, you know, the rate volatility is really the problem on the margin for people, especially when you think about what's going to allow stocks to finally go up. Because if you have certainty around rates, then you can marginally allocate. And without the certainty, that rate of change is all that matters. But don't you think that what the market does when the market gets a glimmer of hope that the Fed's done, don't you think that tells you if you're the chairman of the Federal Reserve, I'm not done yet? C completely. And that's why he came out and, you know, you saw that uh, that hot mic where he, he swore Drop at, the, the, at the climate activists, which is kind of <laughs> awesome. But, uh, you know, they're, they're going to come out and they're going to be increasingly hawkish in the weeks to come uh, in every public utterance from every, every, Fed, every Fed official because they definitely don't want uh, yields to roll over and stocks to start ripping. But, cause... but at some point, it's not what I say, it's what I do, right? And, and yeah. so actions are all that matter. And if they keep doing this, and at the next meeting, they don't raise rates, and they keep talking about it, and the next meeting, they don't raise rates, the, Fed, the market's going to say, oh, this is kind of like you saying that inflation was transitory. We don't believe you. And so markets will trade higher, and then their work will be that much harder. So again, if the Fed, I know they're trying to say, well, these rate hikes we did, you know, the past ones haven't taken hold yet. I, I would, if I were the Fed, err to the, the more conservative side. You know, once the economy rolls over, once inflation goes away, then they can get aggressive about cutting rates. But this, like, trying to manipulate this soft landing and trying to have a central bank that thinks that they can uh, manage the economy is crazy to me, and that they should stop trying to do it. Josh, real quick, uh, we have, we're almost all the way through third quarter earnings season. What, where are we at? Uh, every, everyone that matters is reported here. Just some straggling retail names to come. 455 names of the S&P 500 have reported. 81% above expectations. Earnings grew six and a third uh, year on year. The, the concerning thing, of course, is uh, guidance. Uh, forward guidance and also revenues. You know, revenue is up just 1.4% year on year. So uh, whether or not the consumer is going to be able to continue paying significantly higher prices, you know, name the staple, it's 25% more expensive than it was three years ago. And I think consumer tolerance of that is probably at its limit at this point. So to what extent the top line can be grown is the question. So you think what are corporations going to do in response? You know, it's probably trim expenses, uh, which, you know, you saw a lot of tech job cuts actually this week, too. So uh, whether that's a preview, you know, it didn't really get reported on very much, but uh, whether that's a preview of things to come in Q1, because that's really what's ultimately going to be the only fuel to drive earnings is expense reduction, because top line growth uh, doesn't appear to be uh, in the near future, at least. Yeah. And in that same uh, vein, it, it, we're starting to see some small cracks in the labor market. Um, and so... You know, when you look at the unemployment rate, while it's still really unbelievably low historically, uh, it moved up from its all-time low up a half a percent, which any time the unemployment rate in this country has moved up a half a percent in a year, that has historically been the beginning of a recession. And I'm not sure why it would be different this time. It's just weird because, you know, the unemployment rate is still 3.9 percent, which is still more than fully fully employed at the economy, but that's a f half a percent move up. And so I think there's the dynamics of the labor market have changed uh, because of COVID uh, and, you know, the, the demographics of the baby boomers. So as if you would like to be part of the program, if you have a question or a comment for us, give us a call 877-670-7117, or you can send us an email by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. 
When we come back, we're going to talk about some year-end planning stuff, uh, investment planning you should be doing. So stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Okay, class, so endorphins are a type of neurotransmitter in the body that inhibits transmission of pain signals while also enhancing our immune system and producing a sense of euphoria. Now, can anyone tell me where endorphins are produced? Yes, Bridget. My mom says that endorphins are produced at the ACB. The ACB? You know, the Athletic Club of Bend. All our friends go there, and Mom says that with all the stuff they have to do there, like swimming, tennis, exercise classes, basketball, yoga, cross-fusion, concerts, and even massages, well, it really makes her feel good. Yes, I can see how that would... Plus, I think she really likes all the kids' programs and camps. Well, I guess Mother really does know best. The Athletic Club of Bend. For fitness, for fun, for friends, for family. To get your endorphins flowing, just go to athleticclubofbend.com. Save thousands. Be advised. This is a a once-in-a-lifetime chance to save thousands. On a hot tub and swim spa. Today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Save thousands. Be advised. This is a a once-in-a-lifetime chance to save thousands. On a hot tub and swim spa. Today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. 18-month interest-free financing. Brand new 2023 inventory. Ready for immediate delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Huge factory incentives. Factory rebates. This weekend only. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. We can remove your old hot tub. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Come see the revolutionary new swim spa in action at exceptional prices. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Just relax and enjoy. Today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Today, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Free parking. Free admission. Free delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Call 833-SPA-SALE. Or visit Hot Tub and Swim Spa Sale.com. Driving a big rig in winter can be tough. Breaking down in the cold is worse. If you break down in the Portland area, call Ultimate Truck Service first at exit 995 Vancouver. They'll keep any diesel truck or diesel pusher road ready. Air conditioning, brakes, you name it. In an emergency, Ultimate Truck Service will come to you within 25 miles or have your tow driver take you. Call or go online. Ultimate Truck Services. They keep you rolling. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week, no thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Connect to the Financial Focus Radio Show on YouTube or iTunes. Listen to past shows, get our bi-weekly e-news, and keep up to date on the market. You can also sign up for our e-newsletter on our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Let's get back to the show. Welcome back. If you'd like to take us up, one of us up on a free retirement review, we'll give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, Call our office to get one of those scheduled. The number here is 800-743-0988. Or you could email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Just let us know you'd like a free retirement review. So 
the IRS announced last week that uh, the new tax brackets, essentially, uh, the um, they're adjusting the tax brackets by a, a 5.4%, um, which is based on the CPI index. So last year, going into this year, we got a the biggest ever, we got a 7% increase in the tax brackets. So there's, for those of you who don't know, there's seven tax brackets, um, the lowest being uh, 10% and the highest being 37%. And that was part of the 2017 Tax Cuts and Job Act under the Trump administration. Um, those, unfortunately, go away in 2025 unless something is done about it. So um, essentially, your income um, can go up by 5.4%, whether you're single or filing jointly. Um, and, you know, your tax liability isn't going to change. So they adjusted it based on the CPI number. But for most people, I don't know that your tax situation is going to change much. In 2025, it will if they don't um, do something. That, and right. then the standard deduction, they also changed um, for married couples filing jointly. The standard deduction rises to $29,200, which is what most people take. Uh, and then for individuals, it's 14600 Those are the standard deductions that most people take. And remember, in 2025, the return of the state and local tax deduction. So uh, high W-2 earners that don't earn a business uh, that are paying Oregon state taxes through the business, uh, which ends up being actually better for them uh, than the Trump tax plan, going back to the way it used to be. But, you know, when you think about, you know, when Josh and I look at the picture financially in this country, you know, I was watching the Republican debate on Wednesday and I heard what I heard is them spending a lot of money and they didn't hear any like how we're going to pay for this. And I was like, wait, is this a Republican debate or the Democratic debate? I mean, our Navy was going to be twice as big, all these things. And it was like, where is this money going to come from? They're not going to adjust the retirement age. It was crazy. Remember, you know, we talked about that inflation recently and like how so much of it is psychological and you know you look at this and you think the fiscal policy decisions being made either incoming administration seems to have no interest in actually remedying the problem i think it's going to fuel additional inflation yeah i mean well we have a we have a doctor client or retired doctor client in redmond uh i'm not sure if he's listening but you know, he, every time I meet them, he's like, none of these people are going can get elected saying they're going to take things away. They all have to say they're going to give things to get elected. And he's right. You know, and Winston, Winston Churchill famously said about America, he said, Americans do the wrong, do the wrong thing until they're forced to do the right thing. And so I, I don't know that I believe that in this case, I believe that when Winston Churchill was alive, that was true. And you think about the greatest generation and, you know, the sacrifices most of them are willing to make uh, for the, for the better good. That's not true in America anymore, unfortunately. I mean, there are there are still those people that exist, but by and large... At the end of the day, though, if you think that money's going to be worth less later, you spend it now. And that, to me, is like the simple, you know, the, if, if without poli- absent policymakers making some version of remedying this deficit, like, it's going to be some... A char- we're going to be characterized by this for, for a long time to come. All right. Well, so it's we're headed into year end, and, and there's some things you need to be doing uh, from an investment perspective in year end. Um, and so we thought we'd talk about them in this segment. One of them is rebalance your portfolio. So a lot of you, if your portfolio hasn't been rebalanced in a long time, if you're a do-it-yourselfer uh, and you want in stocks and so much in bonds or whatever allocation you have, you know, the market has moved a bunch over time. And your alloc- original allocation, if you still believe in that, um, probably you're pretty far away from that because of how much markets have moved. So rebalancing is a way to buy or sell high and buy low. And so, you know, if you haven't done it in a while, maybe consider it if you're portfolio is way out of alignment. Um, this is really a period of time, and Josh and I have been doing it with our taxable investment accounts uh, You know, for our clients, is realizing losses against gains. And so you should be going into your taxable investment accounts and trying to find losses uh, to offset any realized gains. If you own actively managed mutual funds, those comp- funds are going to be paying capital gains in December. And so you should go in there and look for some losses. And so one of the things that people need to be doing, which is to sort of take it in the next step, is when you, look, when you pull up your brokerage, account and you look at your gains and losses, um, some there might be some losses, like whatever, if you bought small cap recently or whatever, there's some losses in there. Um, but sometimes you pull them up and there's nothing in there. And what you can do is you can look at individual positions within your account 
if your dividends and capital gains have been reinvested and look back and, and look at those reinvestments and a lot of the reinvestments that were done probably in 2020 or 2021 um, are now in the loss category. So you can actually go in and sell those shares that you bought in 2021 or 2020 that have losses to use against gains. So you have to take it a step further. Um, hopefully, if your advisor isn't a doofus, which most of these advisors I talk with, I don't know if that's true or not, but hopefully your advisor is doing this for you. If they're not, you should just shoot them an email and be like, are you realizing losses in my taxable account um, just to offset any gains? So, I, and, and, you know, sometimes if you if you, you can use up to $3,000 in short-term losses against ordinary income, so that can really help you because when you think about your ordinary income tax rates, um, those are much higher. So you really need to be doing your tax planning in your taxable investment accounts. We try to get our tax liability as close to zero as we can or, or, or you know, give them a little bit of a tax benefit if we can in our taxable accounts. And the dynamics of the market hitting an all-time high 23, almost 24 months ago, um, that is allowing you to find losses in your account. So you absolutely, that's like one of the most important things you should be doing heading into your end because once the clock hits midnight on, you know, December 31st, it's over. You can't do it for this year. Um, uh, next, you, th you know, for those of you that are taking required minimum distributions, this is when we see a lot of required minimum distributions coming out of IRAs. Um, if you're charitably inclined, you can do something called a qualified charitable distribution. Uh, as long as you give that money directly to a 501c3 charity, meaning it goes from your IRA to their account and you don't get your hands on it, um, you don't have to pay taxes on that money. So if you are in the stage of life where you have to take an RMD and you also give to charity, make sure you're giving your RMD to that charity so you can avoid paying taxes on that because the charity doesn't have to deal with it. Just make sure it's an actual 501c3 charity. And if you have an advisor, you can have them um, do it for you. Also think about if you're in this situation, maxing out your retirement plan contributions, whether it's a 403B, 401K, SEP IRA, traditional IRA, any of the IRAs. Um, and also think about maxing out your health savings account contributions. Uh, but don't use that money. Remember, invest, uh, invest that money. Um, this is when a lot of people think about gifting. So if you're giving, you know, we have lots of clients, grandparents that are uh, have money that they'll never be able to spend in their lifetime. Uh, and so you have to think, think to yourself, would my grandkids or kids, would they, them getting that money now as a gift be more beneficial than when I die? In most cases, it's yes, it's going to impact them much more now than when you die. So the gifting, you know, consider all of the, the gifting that you uh, might be thinking about doing. And then lastly, um, you could can think, Consider doing a Roth conversion. If you're going to do a Roth conversion, make sure you pay the taxes from a different account, from a savings account. Make sure you have the money to pay the taxes, not in the Roth IRA. Uh, and we're not saying convert the whole uh, traditional IRA to a Roth. Just maybe consider a partial Roth conversion. Uh, there's a bunch more on the list, and, and maybe later in the show I'll get to it. All right, if you'd like to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a video in the middle and end of every month where we talk about what's going on in markets and what you should be doing about it. So go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com, and the little box will pop up and you can put your info in there. When we come back, we'll tackle some of your emails, so stick around. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or on NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. FM 100.1 is News Talk 1110, KBND, Bend. High Desert Chamber Music invites you to the next event in our 16th season in Central Oregon. The Kaplan Duo, Friday, December 15th, brought to you by German Master Tech. 
Kaplan duo, made up of one of the leading violinists of his generation, Mark Kaplan, and Yamaha artist David Kaplan, this father-son duo has concertized and performed in numerous chamber music series throughout the country. The Kaplan duo concert is brought to you by Three Graces and Company and takes place Friday, December 15th at 7.30 p.m. at the Unitarian Universalist Fellowship of Central Oregon. Visit HighDesertChamberMusic.com for details and ticket information. Title sponsors include German Master Tech, Miller Lumber, Hayden Homes, Pine Tavern, True Family Dentistry, Three Graces and Company, Cascade A&E, Central Oregon Daily, and Combined Communications. High Desert Chamber Music. Come hear the music. Are you looking to enjoy going to church again? Check us out at Holy Communion, an independent Catholic church where all are truly welcome. Join us for Mass on Saturdays at 5 o'clock or Sundays at 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock. And enjoy going to church again at Holy Communion. Driving a big rig in winter can be tough. Breaking down in the cold is worse. If you break down in the Portland area, call Ultimate Truck Service first at exit 995 Vancouver. They'll keep any diesel truck or diesel pusher road ready. Air conditioning, brakes, you name it. In an emergency, Ultimate Truck Service will come to you within 25 miles or have your tow driver take you. Call or go online. Ultimate Truck Services, they keep you rolling. Want to get out of just about anything and look like an earth-saving hero? The environment is always the best excuse. Find your out and opt in to cutting carbon. Just visit theenvironmentexcuse.org. Brought to you by Wild Aid. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. This is Matt Crowder, live at the gas station on 41st Street, reporting on those skyrocketing gas prices. Excuse me, miss, are you buying less gas now because of the high prices? Oh, I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute, are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Well, does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, oh, there you have it. It. Stop paying full price for gas. Download the free Upside app and get real cash back every time you buy gas. This is Matt Crowder Radio News Network. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SALE for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SALE for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SALE. Save thousands. Be advised. This is a once-in-a-lifetime chance to save thousands on a hot tub and swim spa. Today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Save thousands. Be advised. This is a once-in-a-lifetime chance to save thousands on a hot tub and swim spa. Today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. 18-month interest-free financing. Brand new 2023 inventory. Ready for immediate delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Huge factory incentives, factory rebates, this weekend only. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. We can remove your old hot tub. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Come see the revolutionary new swim spa in action at exceptional prices. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Just relax and enjoy. Today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Today, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Free parking, free admission, free delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Call 833-SPA-SALE or visit Hot Tub and Swim Spa Sale. You're listening to Financial Focus Radio Show, where you get honest and actionable advice every week from the partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. Remember, you can always listen to past shows on iTunes or find us on NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us on Financial Focus. Uh, in the break, we were telling uh, Josh's son, older son is Grayson, and we were telling funny Grayson stories. So one of his little brat room, or, uh, classmates told him there was no S-A-N-T-A in case he's listening. Uh, he'd never listen. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean? We're making magic here on the radio. If he wants to learn something, he better listen. <laughs> Kids that age will never know that AM, FM radio existed. I know. Well, that makes me sad to think about. Uh, so we were talking about in the last segment, you know, there's no, doesn't seem to be any fiscal responsibility uh, 
in either party. You know, it's not it's not a Democratic or Republican thing. Unless I mean, I don't. People seem to think it is because historically it was, but now it's. You know, I'm not, I'm not really sure what happened to the grand old party. Uh, well, I do know, but I'm not going to bring it up because we'll get 700 phone calls. Um, it has to do with orange. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, but uh, U.S. debt um, is going to start to cost us just in debt service. So most people will hopefully understand that. You know, when we say the the United States is in thirty three plus trillion dollars in debt, it's in U.S. Treasuries. That's how the U.S. government funds itself, and that's how they get more money is to issue more Treasuries. And and it's funny because the issuance of Treasuries when it, when the Treasury would announce it, nobody ever cared about it. But now everybody looks at it uh, like crazy. And actually, they had a thirty year Treasury auction last week that didn't go very well. Um, but now um, and, and so obviously the treasury, when the treasury issues a treasury bond, there's a yield attached to it, so investors want to invest in it, so they buy it. Um, and now obviously that interest rates have gone higher. The cost to service our debt is quickly approaching a trillion dollars. And so to put that in perspective, Medicare is something like six hundred and ninety billion. Um, and so the biggest line item pretty quickly here is going to be just paying the interest on the debt. So if you remember, in America, we had people taking out interest-only loans. Well, that, that's now the U.S. government. Yeah, our interest is going to start to cost us a trillion. And you know, it took the country 200 years to get to 200 to or to get to one trillion in debt. 200 years to get to a trillion in debt, uh, and where you think uh, in 40, uh, what is it, 47 years? It's we've now uh, gotten to almost 34 trillion. Desperation is a more more productive parent than uh, necessity. So we'll we shall see what happens here. There is going to be an absolute desperation for tax revenue. It will solve itself. I just don't know that anybody's going to like the solution. Um, And so, you know, I... Remember, government spending is 25% of GDP now. I mean, it's the highest it's ever been by a lot. If government is, I think, indisputably, no matter your political affiliation, government is obviously not a very good capital allocator. Uh, they way overpay, and it's, it crowds out private sector spending that would be allocated more productively. And you know who's very interested in that thirty-four trillion dollar debt number is the CCP. They they uh, it doesn't hurt their feelings at all that we have thirty-four trillion in debt. Uh, this is a really crazy stat. I just it's I don't it doesn't necessarily mean anything, but it, well, I guess we can talk about it in a second. But the combined revenue of the four largest U.S. companies, Apple, Microsoft, Google, and Amazon hit a record one and a half trillion dollars over the last t- 12 months. That's <laughs> that's bigger than the GDP of all but 13 countries. So what's crazy to us is that the U.S. government hasn't sort of done something about these businesses. I mean, they are, in the history of the world, there's not really been anything like an Apple in terms of, or Microsoft, Google, and Amazon in terms of revenue and dominance. I mean, when you look at Google's dominance in search, you know, it's, it's, it's insane. Uh, and these companies literally, it, it's almost as if in their basements of their corporate headquarters, they have printing machines and they print money because they're, I mean, in 12 months, one and a half trillion dollars. It's insane. Think about these are numbers that I don't think anybody would have uh, thought were possible. Well, but here Ka- we are. Lena Khan and the FTC uh, antitrust law needs to be rewritten if you're going to go after them because the current structure just doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, even when they went after Microsoft in 2000, it yeah. was sort of a joke. And so obviously everything's evolved substantially since then. Uh, so, yeah, we'd have to rewrite it. So let's tackle some email questions. This one is from Bill, I think. Oh, yeah, Bill. Uh, I qualified for Social Security and receive a benefit. My wife did not work long enough to get a benefit, yet she still receives a small amount each month. What is this from? What happens to to it at her death? Um, well, most likely, Bill, her, her benefit is probably a spousal benefit which is probably, assuming you've worked, you you guys have married long enough, uh, based on your work record. So a spouse will be up to 50% of what you would have gotten at your full retirement age. Um, So if she started those benefits before her own full retirement age, the amount's going to be reduced by the same amount yours would have been reduced uh, because she took it at an early start. Um, uh, Her benefit is going to go away when one of you dies and the survivor benefit received the amount equal to your benefit. So when she dies, hers will go away. If you die, she will get your Social Security benefit. So most likely, Bill, that is what she's getting is a spousal benefit. Um, 
you know, if she didn't work long enough to get enough credits, then that's got to be what it is. Uh, we got an email from a David in Redmond. Uh, my investment accounts don't withhold taxes from my capital gains, which is causing me to owe large amounts when I file my tax returns. How can I mitigate this situation? So, David, um, you know, what happens when we have clients take a distribution from their retirement accounts, their IRAs, we have, in most cases, unless somebody's paying quarterly, we have our custodian withhold the taxes. So let's say somebody's taking a $10,000 distribution and um, they're going to withhold uh, 25% uh, Fed and 10% state, you know, they're going to get a $6,500 check net check after taxes and our custodian sends those taxes to the IRS. And so, David, it sounds like maybe you have had experience with that also from a retirement account, um, but there's really no way uh, to withhold taxes on capital gains because it's, you know, there's there's no, because everybody's capital gains rates are, are going to be different. Um, and um, so, so there's no way to do it. And, and, you know, a lot of times the capital gains number isn't going to be known till the end of the year because you're going to make more trades. And so what I tell you is why in the heck do you have so many capital gains to begin with? I mean, investing today, is, it's never been easier to own ultra tax efficient investments. And so if you have an advisor, you have to say to that advisor, why don't we own index indexes that, tr- uh, why don't we own ETFs that track an index? So ETFs as a pool investment are some of the most tax efficient investments you can buy. If you are indexing and there's not lots of trading, then they become even more tax efficient. So David, you need to ask your advisor, why am I getting stuck with all these capital gains to begin with? Because if you think about what's, you know, makes success for investors, it's called staying in the market, not lots of activity, owning the market and doing it in a low cost tax efficient way. If you're doing anything else, you're wasting time and obviously wasting money in taxes. So David, you have to get it at the core of what in the heck is going on that you're having to get all these capital gain distributions. It's uh, as Troy used to say, it's probably confusing activity with accomplishment. He's trying to add value in your life uh, when you're just sort of treading water and not doing what you should be from an investment perspective. Uh, We got an email from Archie. I love that name. Um, When I think of Archie, when I lived in New Orleans, Uh, I'm 73 and my four, you don't even know that reference, do you? No. That's Peyton Manning's dad, Archie Manning. Oh, well, he's old. Well, but, oh my God. Well, his (laughs) Arch is at Texas, right? Yeah. And his, his grandson is at Texas. Yeah. So Archie, sorry, Josh doesn't know the reference, but uh, I'm 73 and my 401k has been doing well for the last few years. Would it be a good idea for me to withdraw my money from my 401k and pay the taxes that I'll eventually have to pay anyway and then invest in the rest of my money in CDs? Definitely not, Archie. Uh, You have to pay ordinary income. Let's say you have $500,000 in your 401k. All of that, every penny of that is going to be ordinary income. So your effective tax rate on that is going to be s- s- crazy high. You're going to be, you know, paying 35% uh, federal and, and, you know, 10 or 11% state. So you're just going to get walloped on that. You can buy CDs, you can buy safe investments, you can buy treasuries inside of your 401k. Those investments aren't limited to outside of a 401k. So you can get all the same investments, safe investments. So if you want to be ultra safe, just do it within your 401k and then take withdrawals from your 401k as needed and pay the taxes based on that. Because Archie, it's your income that you have now, plus whatever you take is your income for that year. So from a tax perspective, that is probably the worst thing tax, you can do. Tax deferral is always worth something. You just don't quite know if tax rates are going to be higher in the future. All right. If you'd like to be part of the program, you have a question or a comment for us, give us a call, 877-670-7117, or you can email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 
save thousands. Be advised, this is a once-in-a-lifetime chance to save thousands on the hot tub and swim spa today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Save thousands. Be advised, this is a once-in-a-lifetime chance to save thousands on the hot tub and swim spa today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. 18-month interest-free financing. Brand new 2023 inventory ready for immediate delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Huge factory incentives, factory rebates, this weekend only. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. We can remove your old hot tub. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Come see the revolutionary new swim spa in action at exceptional prices. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Just relax and enjoy. Today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Today, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Free parking, free admission, free delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Call 833-SPA-SALE. Or visit Hot Tub and Swim Spa Sale. The stories no one else can bring you are here. FM News 100.1, 1110 KBND. Looking for a fall escape close to home? Sun River Resort offers two exciting deals. Choose stay and dine for a $100 dining credit or opt for stay for schools, giving 10% to a school of your choice. Unwind at the spa, dive into the pool, play pickleball, and bring the pets. Visit sunriverresort.com forward slash locals. Get ready for holiday feast season with Pepto-Bismol. Uncle Derek's here with his famous fried turkey. Hey, Aunt Mary brought the mac and cheese. Donna's here with the potato salad. Pepto-Bismol provides fast, five-symptom relief for unexpected stomach upsets. So enjoy the holidays. Pepto has you covered, no matter who made the potato salad. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Pepto-Bismol. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Billy, your gas light's on. We need to stop and fill up. No way, Jen. Gas around here is too expensive. We can make it a little further. Billy, listen to your big sister. You don't need to drive all over searching for the lowest gas prices. Do what I do and use Upside. Upside? Do you live under a rock, Billy? Upside is the hottest cashback app out there. It's free to download, and you get real cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. I use it all the time, and I've already made around 200 bucks. You can make that kind of cash back just for buying the gas you have to buy anyway. Yes, I'm looking at the Upside app now and there's a gas station at the next exit offering 25 cents per gallon cash back okay i'm stopping to download upside and fill up my tank download the free upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas use promo code bling to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank you can cash out anytime right to your bank to paypal or a gift card for amazon and other brands just download the free upside app and use promo code bling for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank that's code bling for a 25 cents per gallon bonus Thank you for joining Financial Focus Radio Show. Honest, transparent analysis brought to you every week by Tyler Simonis and Josh Finelli. Call the show anytime at 877-670-7117. We'll try to answer your question on the air in the following weeks. Now, back to the team from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. My name is Tyler Simonis. That guy, he is Josh Finelli, and we are partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. We appreciate you spending your Veterans Day weekend with us. Make sure you get out there and thank a veteran. Almost, I'm sure that all of, everybody that's listening to us right now at least knows one veteran. Um, so uh, if you'd like to take us up on a free retirement review, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. All that we ask is you have at least $500,000 of investable assets. If you want to get one of those scheduled, call the office here, 800-743-0988, or you can email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. So Apple, the biggest company in the world, bought back $604 billion worth of their stock over the last 10 years, which is greater than the market cap of 492 companies in the S&P 500. Um, so, you know, there's, I will say the one thing that separates probably Apple from the other big names like Google, uh, Microsoft, and Amazon is that Apple actually does pay a dividend. It's not huge. I mean, it is huge in absolute dollar terms. Like if you're, and you know, when you're Warren Buffett and you own tons of Apple, the amount they pay you is massive, but you know, it's yield is somewhere, it's, it's less than the S&P. Um, 
but they so they, they not only do they pay a dividend but they also uh, buy back a ton of their stock and so you know most tech companies they do a lot of their compensation through restricted stock, stock units so they're always issuing more shares to pay their employees and so that's a big dilution and so but Apple, you know, more than covers that with their stock buyback. So, you know, as the tax laws and the interest rate environment are what they are right now, Apple probably will continue to do that. But if we continue down the road that we are on, I would guess that Apple will probably change uh, their allocation strategy, you know, their sort of financial engineering strategy probably to increase the dividend. Apple, Apple. And the more mature they get, the more that will probably be likely happen. Apple's the best financial engineer that actually returns cash to shareholders. Microsoft's invest it. Microsoft invests it into growing the business and Google just burns it away. Google literally <laughs> throws it against a wall and yeah. hopes that it sticks. And, and like Josh says, a lot of it's They burnt. just have the best business. <laughs> yeah, they just have the best business model. I mean, when you look at, I mean, you know, I, I would say Apple is a pretty close because they have essentially yeah. Times Square in your hand. But, you know, when you, when you think about... It's just mature. Google, it is, um, they have probably, you know... The 80% of their workforce could go away and it wouldn't affect their business in any meaningful way, but they only keep the workforce on so the government doesn't go out. And remember, them. like, you know, people forget, like, you can grow earnings even though the the is the business isn't as essentially growing, and that's what Apple's doing right now. I mean, revenue is down year over year for the first time in almost forever, but uh, earnings are still growing because they're buying back their own shares, so the earning per share goes up, which means, you know, eventually their stock price will go up. Earnings aren't growing, earnings per share are growing, and that's yeah. all that Wall Street cares about. Correct. Um, so Amazon, uh, AWS, which is their, uh, um, their uh, what's it called, uh, cloud service, uh, the, the AWS revenue at Amazon over the last 12 months, over the last year, was $88 billion. That's higher than the revenue of 461 companies in the S&P. <laughs> It went from three billion ten years ago to eighty eight billion. That's a forty plus percent annualized growth rate. So, these companies, you know, the the other advantage that they have is they can sort of they have so many resources, so much free cash flow. They can just go into parts of you know businesses that were non existent and make them worth eighty eight billion in ten years in just revenue. It, it is it is crazy. Uh, these businesses they just have so much free cash flow and they do have a, a ton of smart people working at these businesses. That's the other advantage they have because they can pay them. All right, so we haven't. I think we talked about this maybe a month ago, but you know Josh and I. Um, we're kind of getting excited because we're market dorks, and um, one of the parts of the market that was really uninteresting for the last 15 years was the bond market because yields were so low. There was almost nothing really to be done in the bond market, so Josh and I just, with our client money and our own money, we just stayed really short in duration and bought treasuries, and so it wasn't exciting. There was no yield to be had. Our real return was negative, um, but you know we had to have those in our portfolios. Well, there's now sort of, because rates are going higher, we're starting to look at all different parts of the bond market, you know, from maybe the high yield market to the international market to the corporate bond market to treasuries uh, to municipal bonds, and so today we thought we'd talk a little bit because we're getting close to being able to add corporate bond exposure. Right now, we're still 100% short duration treasuries because that to us makes the most sense from a risk return standpoint. But there is a, a part of the market, and that's the corporate bond market. So, Josh, describe to our audience what, what is a corporate bond, what makes it interesting, some characteristics around corporate bonds. Remember when a company, you know, they talk about the capital structure of a business, equity is the stock side. Uh, that's you buying a stake in, in the business itself. Corporate bonds are just debt obligations issued by the company, you know, and they can be issued to really fund anything. Uh, but they, you're, they're contractually obligated usually to pay you a coupon. And so in the capital structure of the business, if it goes bust, uh, you are prioritized over the equity holder, uh, the stockholder, you know, at, at owning the corporate bond. And so with corporate bonds, one bond represents $1,000 of par value. So if you had a 5% fixed rate coupon, you know, you're obviously going to get $50 per bond annually. And the important thing to really note in the corporate bond landscape is the rating. So it basically comes down to two categories, either investment grade or non-investment grade. Uh, non-investment grades been characterized as high yield, but really those are just what, you know, traditionally were called junk bonds. Everyone rem remembers Michael Milken back in the 1980s, but uh, there's also the, the zero coupon bond, which would be you buying uh, $1,000 for $950, and then when the bond matures, you get your $1,000 back uh, that you paid $950 for. So that's the, the zero coupon version. Uh, but 
really the most important thing is credit quality and are you going to get paid back over the lifetime uh, of that debt obligation and that's what you really want to focus on and that uh, is the most important thing from the perspective of an investor is what's the likelihood of this business uh, defaulting on that debt obligation so when you think about like Berkshire Hathaway Apple some of these you know companies that have a great balance sheet they have really high credit rating and so they're not gonna have to pay as much interest but when you go down in quality of business and the rating goes down that means they're gonna have to pay more in interest and so the, the, what's interesting about uh, uh, you know, if you buy a stock, let's say you buy shares of Costco, there's no con contractual obligation for a return. You know, the shares are going to trade where they're going to trade based on earnings and the discount rate and all the things that go into where stock prices trade. But when you buy a bond from a corporation, like Josh said, they are contractually contractually obligated to give you a return. So it's one of the few places in the investment landscape where there's a contractual return obligation. And so they are contractually obligated to give you your money back. So you're lending them money, let's say $10,000 to uh, and you're buying those bonds they they have to give you your money back at the end of the duration and then they have to pay you that those increments of interest usually it's in June and December uh, so that's what makes them appealing now you can own them in a bond in a bond fund or you can buy ETF uh, but we don't think that's the place to do that right now because um, you know there's still a, a bunch of interest rate risk and then, then you know the next step is probably credit risk if we go in a recession so corporate bonds are an interesting part uh, usually historically they have a higher yield than the Treasury market because obviously the Treasury can print more money to pay back their bonds where uh, the, the bond of a corporation is based on the revenue of that corporation. And so um, but it is an interesting part of the of the market um, that, you know, we're going to start to consider again for our clients. And you need you need to be doing your research if you're a do it yourself or about, OK, is corporate bond exposure something I want in my portfolio at some point? All right. If you'd like to be part of the show, you have a question for us or a comment, give us a call, 877-670-7117, or email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwallet.com. When we come back, we're going to talk about when one spouse handles the finances uh, and that spouse uh, maybe isn't able to do anymore, uh, the sort of consequences of that. So stick around. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on northwestquadrantwealth.com. 